Welcome to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hedlund, a student of permaculture, a person who knows cheap food is not cheap, and a person known to favor the seafood diet. You know, you see food, you eat it, right? <laughs> yeah, but actually there's so many great benefits to a seafood diet. Um, groups ranging from the USDA to the American Heart Association encourage people to eat seafood twice a week, and yet only one in five Americans are doing so. But how do we meet our needs for healthy seafood in a sustainable way? And that's the topic of today's show. In studio with us is Richie Mann from Sitka Salmon Shares. Welcome. Thanks, Laura. Good to see you again. Nice to see you, too. Yeah. I'm enjoying the, the fish CSA. Oh, good. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's such an awesome connection. And we're also really pleased right now by the phone um, to have a fisher person with us, Ryan Horwith. Hi. Welcome to Food Freedom Radio, Ryan. Hi. Thanks for having me. Okay, Ryan, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I have been fishing out of Kodiak, Alaska for about 15 years. I had an uncle that was up there um, when I was growing up, and I always had this, uh, you know, this longing to check it out. And, and when I was about 20, I went up there and checked it out and ended up uh, staying up there uh, for ever since. So um, I've been fishing out of there, and I started connecting with Sick of Salmon Shares by, um, you know, selling them some of our our. our small boat fish and uh yeah and then i i come down to western new york where i'm from originally and i've been helping distribute and and tell the sick salmon story and also the, the small boat kodiak story uh back in my home turf so what is the small boat what does that mean small boat so in alaska especially kodiak um it means you know around uh, 30 to 60 feet you know, that's that's the small boat um, possible. And so what's the, so the large boats, um, do they employ as many people as the small boats? No, there is actually, um, they only need to have a, a couple deckhands on board and they'll catch, you know, 10 to 100 times what the small boats catch uh, as a fleet. And so what about the environmental impacts between the large boats and the small boats? Well, it really depends on, on who's running the boat, but, but generally, you know, with the pressure of, of high profits, um, the, the people that are employed by the big companies to run these giant boats um, want to catch as much as possible, uh, as quickly as possible. And so things like slowing down for um, being selective on your target species um, gets pushed to the wayside and where you're fishing might get pushed to the wayside. And so, yeah, it's definitely a much greater environmental impact on the, the big boat industrial scale. Right. So one word people hear is bycatch. What does that mean, bycatch? Bycatch is the unintended um, catch of, of a species that you're not targeting. And, you know, there's fishing game and, and, and um the regulatory agencies give everyone a little bit of a quota. You know, we all understand that these are wild animals and they all swim together and you're going to catch uh, a little bit of the unintended species. But depending on your gear type, um, you can really uh, lower the risk by, by being selective. Um, you know, so we use hooks, lines, and we'll catch one or two of the, of the wrong species and we can throw them back alive. And they have, uh, you know, historically shown to, to, to survive that versus the, the big industrial um, boats catching hundreds of thousands of pounds at a time of the wrong fish and, and having a much lower survival rate on those, on those species. So, Richard, do you want to talk about how small boat far, uh, fishing is different than these larger boats? Yeah, I, you know, I really think it, it it comes down to sometimes an emotional level, but it comes down to this idea that you are connecting with the ocean in which you're harvesting from. You, you know, you're 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 feeling the waves. You're 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 there on an intimate level with the fish that you're catching. You're actually touching. You're feeling. You're handling them individually. You're cleaning and processing and pressure bleeding on the boat. These things all translate either intangibly or not into the product that we eventually bring down for our members down to the the lower. 48. And so that all is in the food. I really believe that in, in that emotional level. Um, and, uh, you know, I, 
not being a fisherman myself, but living in Alaska for a good amount of time, I, I feel that culture, that, that, that drive to, um, to the salmon and the, and the other fish that swim. And it's, it's cultural, and we can share that culture, even if you're not from Alaska. You know, it's, it's shared here in Minnesota in the Midwest for sure, and out west in New York. Yeah, so Ryan, tell us about the culture um, in Kodiak. It's, it's vastly different than, than Sitka, I can say. It's, it's definitely more blue-collar. It's, um, like I said, it's dominated by, by the big boats and the, the big industrial um, food system. It's uh, the, the nation's largest seafood producer um, started in Kodiak, and that's Trident Seafoods. And so, uh, you know, that kind of sets the tone for um, bigger trucks, bigger boats, bigger um, expectations of what you're going to pull out of the ocean um, every week. So it's definitely, uh, you know, a far cry from Sitka, but um, there's a, there's little pockets of small boat and artisanal fishers there that's, uh, you know, we're, they're seeing the, the benefit to handling fish the right way and, uh, and, and getting paid more for it and getting rewarded for it. But really, uh, that's key to making this all happen is to show that there is there's both a financial um, payoff for doing this, but then also the environmental and then the, the societal impacts of taking care of your fish. So, so Ryan, you're like a like a little independent uh, farm, uh, organic farm in a sea of industrial uh, corn and soy uh, when it comes to seafood. That that analogy. Absolutely, yeah, and and a lot of those. Those other guys on bigger boats, they'll laugh at us because we're catching them one at a time. And sometimes we only catch 10 pounds of fish because they didn't bite that day. And uh, that's okay if we're getting, you know, a few bucks a pound. And, and we know that we didn't do any any more harm than we had to. Um, and we're doing it in a sustainable way. So that that's most important to me. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it's slowly catching on. And direct marketing is, is, is getting better and easier with technology. And uh, it's connecting us to the, the lower 48, so we have the ability to do that. Well, and I'd just like to know, I mean, what an interesting lifestyle to be. Uh, um, I'll, I'll still use the word fisher person instead of fisherman because I'm sure there's some women out there that are fishing. Um, but tell me about your typical day, what it's like. So in Alaska, um, I'll wake up usually tied up to the dock. Uh, I, I sleep on the boat when I'm going to go out early in the morning, and usually I have to... I have to leave by a certain time to catch a tide to where I want to go. Uh, we have some of the biggest tides in the world up there. So you, if you hit the wrong tide, you're, you'll end up going backwards, literally. <laughs> and so, so uh, yeah, you gotta. It's, it's very hard to to make everything work right, but you give it your best shot and you get out there and put your hooks in the water and hopefully your your machinery's working and and the sun comes up and uh, the fish start biting. But basically, I wake up before light get out to the grounds, and just start pulling hooks up and down. Um, uh, at the end of the day, we head back in and try to get uh, coordinate the, the seafood plant, which we're also dealing with small seafood plants, which can't, since we're small boats, we can't consistently deliver. Um, it's very weather dependent. So they have a crew that needs, you know, paychecks every week. So they end up uh, inevitably going to the bigger producers. And we kind of get the second second round of, of folks that want extra work and you know it's not their primary income they're, they're working for the big plants they come down and help us and uh hopefully we get it all put together and and on the plane or on the barge down to the midwest so does that make your fish a lot fresher so we found that if you freeze it really fast within a day or two of catching it it's going to taste way better than any quote-unquote fresh fish that you'll find in the midwest or in western new york um, and there's been multiple taste tests where consumers didn't even see a difference or said that the frozen was better than the quote-unquote fresh. Um, so, yeah, that, that made a huge difference in our, in our supply chain. So AM 950 is a radio station owned by a person who only owns one radio station, which is rare for media, of course. And you are um, independent fisher people um, working with independent producers, is there a a humanness in this? Is there a, a power and a, a, a living economy? Um, I mean, I, I just think it's so cool. I mean, it just makes me feel more relaxed in some ways. Um, 
And, and I think it's really vital. So how would you describe um, working as an independent person as opposed to working in industrial seafood? Well, I've worked in both, and I've decided that being independent is far more important to me than to, to, to go and do something I know is wrong, I know doesn't have to be done that way, and uh, has been pushed that way for many years for, for the end goal being profits. So um, I've also found that all of us independent people need to work together, and that's what we're doing. We're, uh, we're all joining together and, and at least splitting, you know, shipping down to Seattle or sharing some of the, um, the, the, the markets out there that appreciate the, the good, the quality handled fish. And so um, we're, we're very independent, and we still bicker amongst ourselves. We're still fishermen. <laughs> um, don't, don't get near my spot. And, you know. But when it comes down to the marketing and, and, the, and the shipping and everything, we're definitely getting, getting together and seeing the benefits of that. So The power of collaboration. Yeah, because yeah, there's that classic old image, you know, where the big fish eat all the small fish, but when the small fish all join together, they can take care of the big fish. Do you know that image? <laughs> yeah. That's kind Absolutely, of a we use it all the time. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, um, this is Food Freedom Radio on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We're going to take a little break, and uh, but when we come back, we'll be talking more with Richie Mann. He's with Sitka Salmon Shares. That's Sitka, S-T-K-A, SalmonShares.com. It's all about local economy and local fish and figuring it out together in a nice, sustainable way that works for our grandchildren and keeps our culture living. So this is Food Freedom Radio on AM 950. Here's six great reasons to join Sitka Salmon Shares. Truly wild, hook and line cod Alaskan fish the way it was meant to be. Community focused, producer owned by our Alaskan fishing families. Exceptional quality, sashimi grade artisan cod fish. Sustainable and traceable, back to the exact boat and fisherman who caught it. Convenient and affordable, delivered directly to your home with delicious recipes and a variety of membership levels, all 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Learn more at sitkasalmonshares.com and use code AM950 when you join. This is New Beginnings, hosted by award-winning broadcaster and speaker, Freddie Bell. Freddie, this generation of the baby boomers, people are living longer, so the baby boomers are taking care of elderly parents. Let's talk about your health, and specifically, let's talk about Medicare. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, and even entertainment. Catch New Beginnings with Freddie Bell, Saturdays at 11 on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. This is Chad, owner of AM950, here to tell you about Snap Construction. They're experts in roofing, siding, window, and insurance restoration. They have energy-efficient products available for both residential and commercial properties. This spring, when we needed a company to take a look at a problem with our roof, I called the company I knew I could trust, Snap Construction. I've known Ryan, the owner at Snap Construction, for years, so I knew I could trust him. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their reviews online. They are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior contractor online in the metro area. Over the years, Ryan has always said the same thing to me about his work. If we build it, shouldn't we be held accountable for the work indefinitely? He backed that statement up years ago when Snap Construction was a pioneer in offering a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee on all their work. For a free estimate or general questions, call the locally owned company AM950 Trust Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP. That's 612-333-SNAP, or find them online at snapconstruction.com. They have financing options available. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces is having its annual store-wide sale. For the entire month of July, all of our indoor and outdoor fireplace products and accessories are at their lowest price of the year. At Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, we display, explain, and install the Twin Cities' most diverse selection of indoor and outdoor stoves and fireplaces, including metal and masonry pizza ovens. While shopping for a fireplace insert at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, I was amazed at all the choices. Not just gas, electric, or wood-burning, but also built-in or freestanding and options in every style from antique to modern. The staff listened to us, explained the options, and helped us choose a fireplace we love. Now it warms our hearts and our home every winter. Thank you, Woodland Stoves, for a great addition. Come see us. We have over 35 working displays in our store, which is just off I-94 at the corner of Riverside and East Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, since 1977, out of the ordinary products and services to make fire work for you. 
Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. And with us is Richie Mann with Sitka Salmon Shares. And Richie, you, you brought in some incredible food. Line cot. Line cot coho from from Alaska. Line cot. And so we are doing this Facebook Live so you can actually yeah. look at it. We can you lift it up. You can't taste it, but you, you can't can, taste you can it. look at it. Here Though, Eric, go. you had a little taste of it. What'd you think? Oh, I had a little bit more than a little taste. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I'm a big fan of salmon. It was some of the best salmon I've ever had in my life. That's awesome. That's Thanks. And so this is line caught. Yes. Right. So there's a big difference, right? There is majority of fish uh, wild caught in grocery stores is going to be trawled. And, and Ryan will speak to this to himself. You know, there is good trawling and there's bad trawling. Um, depends on who is the person trawling. Really, that's what it's about. But, you know, when you get a trawled fish, um, typically the quality is going to drop because these fish are hundreds of thousands of tons at a time or, or pounds at a time. And then, you know, these fish are squished, suffocated, eyes are bulging. You know, it's mm. it's a bruised, low-quality fish. And then they're sitting usually on tenders for a couple of days before they're even brought to a processing plant. So after day three of a, of a fish's uh, out of water life, the cells start to break down of a fish. And so we get our fish in, our line caught fish that we selectively handle and harvest under that three day. So our, our fish is blast frozen um, one to two, sometimes at the most three, but usually one to two days. So this is a big difference in quality in line caught. You can actually handle them individually. You can you can give them the, the, the life, uh, end of life that they deserved. Yeah. So tell us more about that because the Kind of went fast for me, but so how does in, in and I know the the problems with the bycatch. So yeah. tell me how does industrial fishing work? And again, I want to point out, like you said, it's individualized too. So yes, it is. It's segmented for sure. Um, so industrial fishing, in its most obtuse idea is get as much fish as you can to get the highest profits you can. Um, and then what's sacrificed is the actual market value of that fish. Um, our fishermen, on average, can make nine to $10,000 more a year by being owners of our company, which 27 of them, of them are. Um, that means that when they bring their fish in, like Ryan had mentioned, they're getting a actual fair wage for their time and their and their efforts. That's really important. That's what the community system is about: is making sure everybody's taken care of. That um, and then that uh, you know versus a industrial trawler, which is uh, out there decimating populations of fish, um, fisheries crash, and then the bycatch is sometimes up to 60, 65 percent um, that they're not targeting. That is getting that is getting netted. And above all that is that the the nets that are dragging on the ocean floor are destroying that ecosystem in which the fish live. So you're shooting yourself in the foot. It's fair. It's it's, it's it's counterintuitive to fishing, uh, so yeah, that's. And I think sometimes people are you see the price of farmed salmon mm-hmm. versus uh, wild caught salmon, mm-hmm. and there's such a price difference there. But it's hard to, to argue help. with that price, you know. I mean, yeah. We're gonna, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, farm. So farm fish in general, aquaculture is a tricky, tricky business. I always lead out with this idea: um, is that salmon as a species should never have been farmed it should never have gone into that system it is a wild open ocean predator that needs lots of space it's like farming a badger or a wolverine it doesn't make sense <laughs> uh, there's really no benefits um these these fish then are fed usually ground up fish meal that's processed from other fish so there's an extra step in this this chain that naturally happens in the ocean but we step in and then process the fish into granules and pellets and feed it to the salmon and they get fat because they're just swimming in the circle um, that being said, I, I will take the stance that eventually, um, maybe let's wait 10 years till the regulations catch up to farm fishing, um, there is going to be a need for supplying the world with fish, and that will likely be um, through some sort of farm system, um, likely hopefully a polycultural farm system where they're recycling water, growing microgreens. It hopefully it's a closed system, uh, meaning it's not in the open ocean pens and that's escaping into wild fish populations. But there are fish species that do better farmed we as a company are against farmed it's not something that we believe that um that if you're going to use your money for protein 
eat good protein less often and make that wild and make that line caught wild, not trawled wild. There's a difference. And, you know, if you can do line caught, that's what you should do. And is, is line caught fish available at uh, the stores? It, it, you know, a little more and more. There's, I think in the next five years, there's going to be a lot more sub-labeling. There right now is if you once in a while in some in some select grocery stores that I've the seen. The co-ops are pretty good. Yeah, sometimes the co-ops will have it, but it will say wild and underneath it will say line caught. But if it doesn't say that, it's likely going to be from another source or it's not labeled. And so that's the biggest problem in the seafood industry is labeling, right? There's not a lot of transparency. We as a company have, have circumvented that whole thing. And when you actually as a member get your member with us, you get your right. box of fish and it will say on that the fishing vessel, you know, the sunfish caught on the sunfish by Nora and John Skeel. These are owners of our company. And and uh, that you can rest assured is a fish that was taken care of by us in our own processing plant within two days of catch. And then you reap those incredible benefits, which are the flavor and the texture and the mouthfeel, all that. And just the community. And, and the be, community. And being part of it, yeah, right? And the, yeah. the ownership you um, society. It. You feel it. Yep. You feel it. And uh, I know this is kind of a complicated argument, complicated story, but I mm-hmm. even though this price, uh, the price is high, um, you, you can make up for that by you know growing some of your own vegetables, buying the bulk, um, or you can buy the bulk. But when we... When our food becomes more than just a transaction. Yeah, right. Because your is your body a transaction? No. And that is what's fueling your body, right? Yeah. I you know, and the prices are, you know, you're always gonna pay more for a while than you would for a farmed for lots of reasons, but you know, we fall in this category. I break it down to about eighteen and nineteen dollars a pound is where our entry level share starts. That's for a four month share, ninety nine dollars a month, eighteen and nineteen dollars a pound for line caught wild fish, and it goes up to twenty, twenty one dollars a pound. Um, if you buy a value meal at McDonald's, it's thirteen fifty a pound. <laughs> Spend 50 more cents and you can buy our wild-caught keto salmon at a market, farmer's market, for $14 a pound. Oh, but, you know, you know so. fish is just too hard to cook. I mean, you know, it's, it's just you're asking way too much. The fish to that we're cook. looking at right now, well, how much? Ten minutes, right? Ten minutes? Ten minutes. It's no so way. easy. Yeah. No way. Pan fry it. Baste it with butter. Don't overcomplicate it. It's so easy. I know, but we think that in the Midwest especially is that it's overwhelming to see a piece of seafood laying on your counter like what am i gonna do yeah or you can eat our fish raw too if you want because it's all sashimi grade so if you just don't want to cook anything just make some sushi it's sashimi okay how do you make sushi i've uh, i I must say i've not had raw fish oh sure yeah yeah you know know, poke is a really good way to introduce yourself to raw fish because it's going to be um salt it's going to be a soy so you can got a little bit of a cooking brine that's happening there or ceviche sort of like that so you don't just have to you know eat it raw raw you can put a little spice in it but yeah you know it's as simple as taking some of your coho or your king salmon cutting it making some delicious sushi rice and putting it together Hmm. okay there you go we'll see well this was fantastic this salmon so all you did is pan fry so Mm -hmm. you thought first thought first you know this is my go-to for my salmon i don't overcomplicate it i thought um about 20 minutes on your counter or in your fridge overnight and then um Put it on your counter, salt it liberally with like some nice kosher coarse salt. Let it soak in for about 10 minutes and then get a medium heat pan, um, baste it with butter, and then eat it. Cook it medium rare. Um, take it off, let the carryover kind some of finish fresh the cooking. dill and nice little uh, pieces of lemon so on the easy. side. Yep, and- yep. Yeah, and I, I remember uh, salmon was always my go-to for, like, dinner parties because people yeah. were like, wow, oh, that was so good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're like, what about on the grill? Yeah, it holds up really well on grill. And there's different species of salmon that will do better on grill, um, things like king and coho are fattier, so it holds up. It won't overcook as quickly. Okay, so we're talking all things seafood today on Food Freedom Radio. In studio with us is Richie Mann with Sitka Salmon Shares. This is Food Freedom Radio on AM 950. Seward Co-op, serving the community for nearly 45 years, invites you to shop their two convenient locations, both offering the strong commitment to local producers and healthy foods you've come to expect. Seward focuses on locally grown and raised products, fair trade, and environmental sustainability. Shop their selection of meats, artisan cheeses, and house-made baked goods. Find Seward at 2823 East Franklin Avenue or the Friendship Store on 38th Street and 3rd Avenue in Minneapolis. More at seward.coop. 
At Burger Moe's, Mondays no longer need to be a drag. Dine on the beautiful patio for Burger Monday Madness every Monday after 4 p.m., where you can order any burger and fries off menu for just $6. Not valid on Excel event evenings. Burger Moe's offers 20 fresh, never-frozen burger varieties, as well as delicious appetizers, soups, salads, and unburgers, dogs, paninis, shakes, and desserts. Located at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul, with plenty of free parking, and online at BurgerMoe's.com. I'm Connie Bjork, co-host of Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. Join Michelle Kitzmiller and I as we focus on all aspects of health, wellness, spirituality, and growth from a mind, body, spirit, emotion perspective. On the Awakened Living Radio Show, we will discuss stress, self-care, fear, happiness, beliefs, communication, joy, pain, trauma, and more. Join us for the Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show, Saturdays at 10 a.m. Let us share with you ways to infuse vitality into life. Chances are, after spring cleaning, you missed a spot. A couple really big spots, like your roof and siding. Run your fingers across your siding. You'll likely get a gross residue. And your roof probably has some black streaks, too. Your roof and siding aren't always easy to clean, but they're definitely the most visible parts of your home that give it its curb appeal. So let Blue Sky Services clean your roof and siding. Blue Sky's safe, soft wash method won't cause any damages and will make your home look like new. Right now, Blue Sky Services is running their summer special where you can get your whole house, roof, and siding clean starting at only $447. That's the most viewed parts of your home clean for only $447. Then mention AM950 when you call Blue Sky Services to get an additional $50 off. So get the curb appeal back on your home and call Blue Sky Services at 952-467-2447. That's 952-467-2447. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chuchke, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan LLP, dedicated to redefining excellence for high-stakes litigation representation in Indian country. We are awake we at Total Dog Company are hands-on dog lovers. We are involved in the care of all aspects of our dogs. The same kind of hands-on care is found in Canadate brand pet foods. From growing increasing amounts of the ingredients in their foods to cooking their recipes in their own cookery, Canada is a small, independent company that focuses on the hands-on attention to quality. Same as Total Dog Company. Find Total Dog in New Hope right off of 169 at 9432 36th Avenue North and at TotalDogCompany.com. Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hedlund, and you're listening to Food Freedom Radio. In studio with us is Richie Mann from Sitka Salmon Shares. Welcome. Hello. And your your mouth is full. I got full of fish. You're going to be talking with your mouth full. I huh? know. My mom would be upset. It's <laughs> for a good cause. <laughs> so uh, okay, tell us a, about the background. How does Sitka Salmon Shares work? Yeah. So we are... We're a community-supported fishery. I think it's been known now. Um, we're one of the largest. We are the largest in the nation now. And we have about 6,000 members that go across um, a majority of the Midwest. And then we do ship nationwide. What the community-supported fishery means is that we're connecting directly with our fishermen and our, and our, and our customer, um, meaning our supply chain is controlled completely by us. We're vertically integrated. So from the moment we catch to the moment it gets to your door, we know every step of that. And that fish is sustainably and traceably caught. Um, so CSFs are a movement that are happening. It's been going on for about 15 years. East to West Coast, there's about, man, it's hard to categorize, but about 40 CSFs is sort of what we project um, exist. And there's momentum behind this. It's like the CSA but it's for fish. Supported agriculture. And we've figured out how to scale up. That was everybody's like, you can't scale this business up. It's not possible. Small boat fishing with all the little minutiae that ex exists around it from the, the shipments of it to um, just the fishing itself, you know, getting enough volume. We figured it out. 
And um, people are now looking kind of to sick of sandwiches, which is really cool to be at this place. And it, it holds yourself to the higher standard now. We are leading this movement, and it's really powerful. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we have a, a membership base. You're one of our members. Thank you yes, for your support. Yes, of course. We're at Farmer's Thank Markets. Yeah. We, we sell fish by the pound, too, if those people aren't ready to, to do a, a share, um, which usually is either from four months all the way up to nine months. Um, then you can always buy fish by the pound. It's the same quality fish, caught the same. Same way, and you get those at our Minnesota markets in Hopkins and Wazetta and oh, uh, Northeast Mound, um, all over Excelsior, um, Linden Hills. Yeah. So yeah, um, Th- these details are on the uh, your website. Sure are. Yep. So, so um, yeah, and I, I'm really happy that I that I did sign up. I, I, I'm I'm happy with it. So what I got was a big box, mm-hmm. and um, and so inside the big box, which is um, uh, it, it has the dry ice, mm-hmm. and all recyclable by the way, all, all recyclable, mm-hmm. and and yet I'd love to be able to reuse those boxes yep. too. So I mean, it's it, I I saw that there was no styrofoam, so I was yep. happy with that. Yep. Um, and then there is there is um, you get an uh, uh, so it, it, it how long can it stay cold if, yeah. if you're at your door? Yeah, so it's about by the time it gets to you, you have about eight hours to get it in your freezer. We say about that. Um, and then once it's in your freezer, you can keep it for a year. We've done the studies that there's no degradation in quality of our fish because of the way we take care of it. Blast frozen within two days, but then in our Sika salmon processing plant, we've had a custom freezer built. And this is going to speak to the artisan quality that we that we bring into our product. This custom freezer goes down negative fifty and um, freezes a filet in less than 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So what that means is when you freeze things over long periods of time, ice crystals are more able to form. Those ice crystals then when you thaw are puncturing the cells of the fish, making it mushy and you know less quality. So we eliminate that or mitigate that through a really fast freezing process. So it lasts up to a year, which is really, you know, when you get CSA sometimes, you're like, oh, what do I do with 700 pounds of kale? I got to eat it. <laughs> Uh, not it's a little more uh, manageable with with our fish. Mm-hmm. Well, in with both things, um, if you have friends or family, yeah, you know? exactly. You got to bring them in, bring them in, fold them into the community because that's what it is. Yeah. So, and I did buy an earlier share, which of course um, I, I was on your website. I was like, oh, my share is no longer here, but yeah. I guess because it started in June, it yeah. wouldn't be because yeah, we fish seasonally. Yeah. You fish seasonally. So the next uh, the people's uh, the opportunity right now is to buy shares for what. Months? Yeah, so you'll if you buy share today, um, and you can because we're doing a promo. It's Freedom Fifty, so it's fifty dollars off. Freedom Fifty. Yep, fifty dollars off any share for the first month, um, and then those shares will start delivering as early as August. So, um, and then there's another one that starts in September. So, okay. Yep. And then what fish is available during these different times? Because that's the other thing when mm-hmm. people talk about eating uh, vegetables according to the season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, eating fish according to the seasons. We're in as the well. we're in the most exciting for me the most exciting space of fishing, which is our salmon run. So our our sockeye, our kita, and king are running, and we're catching them. Um, so far, so good. Like we've been having really <clears throat> good results in, in healthy populations. And then and that's typical. You're you're going to get your your salmon starting in July, August, September. Um, a little bit into October, but then in the early months, um, May through, or we start delivering in April. So April through June, you're going to get heavy white fish. So things like halibut and black cod and rockfish, yellow eye, Pacific cod, things like that are going to come in those first shares. So Okay. And then the shares, tell us about how someone would sign up in August. And the, then there's a, a Freedom 50 code for yep. Food Freedom Radio listeners. Yep. So what you can do is you just jump on the website. You can do it today. Um, this code is good for a week, so you have until the 13th uh, to use this code. And you can sign up uh, right now, um, and then you'd have an opportunity to pick one of four shares. Um, and those four shares, like I said, uh, will either start in September or August. So your first delivery will be in, in that month. And then you get a fi- about a five-pound box. You can do more. Um, the prices vary, but you can do five, 10, or 15. You can also customize and add more fish onto that onto to that shipment as long as we have it in availability and it was a healthy fishery we can you can ask and you can add more fish on okay. and do you guys work at like the other csas where i mean it really does depend on what you ca- catch is it's what you're gonna get it's what it's- you get yeah you know we definitely try to keep our species uh that we list uh, we try to stay true to those species but sometimes last year for instance sockeye we had a really low run we can maybe get into that it's the the blob that's floating around the ocean right this big huge warm body of water uh, do you know about this no it's weird uh 
um, it's it's scarier than the actual blob from the from the 70s. And mm. uh, it, anyway, that affected our sockeye runs. This is a theory. Um, it affected a lot of salmon runs. And so our sockeye runs were low last year. We had to let our members know, hey, you're going to get a little sockeye, but because we live and die by the ocean, you're gonna we're going to supplement that with some more coho um, or maybe a little more keta. So these other more sustainable that had larger returns that last year. So, but our sockeye so, are picking up. They're good. They're good this they're, year. They're mm-hmm. good. So that that blob has to do probably with climate change and yeah. weather currents yeah. and which when uh, one thing I've been saying a lot is when people know a lot about any one topic, like uh, when people in here, uh, they knew a lot about pesticides. Mm-hmm. They knew how much more we're spending on medical costs because we're doing all these pesticides. Or you know about climate change. You know about the fishery issues and this industrial s- system. It can be oppressive. It can. It really can. It can really get you down. And, you know, how, I don't know, how do you fight that? How do you? <sighs> well, I'm, 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 this was half a joke, but it's not a denial. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, how do I fight that? I mean, I think, I think one is um, we watched this series called Walking with Dinosaurs, which sure. put things in perspective. <laughs> yeah, I mean, does, the yeah. planet yeah. will survive. Yeah. The cockroaches, yeah. something right. will survive, I hope. Yes, right. But I'd rather, I mean, I really want to have a vital world for our children. And, and I believe that hope is of my creation, um, which um, a friend of mine gave me a bunch of Emily Dickinson's poems. And she's like, oh, she was talking about that, too. And we, we create our own hope. Absolutely. And so if we don't like what what the world is right now and, and then then we make we make our own choices and mm-hmm. we try to align and that's why i like being able to buy seafood and know the story behind the seafood and 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 feel this connection and what's funny is that change usually doesn't have to be invented you know that change is already there we just have like for what well, we do not like the way fishing is going industrial trawling industrial fishing on a large scale is not what we wanted to do we didn't reinvent fishing. We just went back to the traditional way of fishing, and heck, guess what? It's sustainable, people, and it's 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 a better way. You know? And you talk. Has it also been heartwarming to see other community members supporting you? It's so. I get to work at a lot of farmers markets. Uh, my job is really diverse, and I get to do uh, talk to people on the ground that are come up to my booth and say, "Hey, we're members from last year. Or we're going to sign up again." And then even the new members. It's just you. It. I get. I get. You know, chills on my arms because it is. Is real community. We we welcome everybody into our community with a handshake or a hug and like thank you because you're doing more than you think you are by eating wild fish. You're doing a lot for the oceans, and this really warms my heart. Yeah, it's really important work. And one it's of great. the things because you use that word rural, and I wanted to do it earlier. You know, we talk about the real world. Yeah, and you see that, and you think real world. Oh, that means like I used to be a kid, and now I have to be part of this real yeah, world. For scary, us, right? yeah. the real world is the ocean and yeah. the soil and yeah. the other life forms that we're sharing it with. That's yeah, the real world. That's the real world. Yeah, and it's not hard to tap into it. No, it's just right there. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. And I, this is give me a little bit of a jump, but I'm happy to have read this last week. There's been some really good studies out there about when people go into the real world and they're in nature, anxiety and depression goes oh, down, yeah. health and well-being goes up. Yeah. Um, and they've been able to document it. Uh, 120 minutes a week of nature exposure mm-hmm. reduces um, by 20% certain things. I don't remember the exact details. But so... I know that was kind of a jump again, but I think that's, I mean, no doubt, right? That's where we came from. We can't, and, and, you know, I like to maybe bring that into the world of cooking and, and how we evolved around the fire as a community and how we are this, you know, primordial, our brains haven't really developed over the last million years. We are still this primordial being that, that, uh, creates community around fire and that feeds your soul and emotion. And, and that happens when you get boxes of produce and you get, or you go to your own garden or you get your fish that is catalyzing that ability to feel good with your community does that make sense yeah it sure does it sure does because we've had such a um radical departure economically mm-hmm. um, in the last couple of centuries when this industrial colonized system um, and, and that we're all sort of, it's almost like we're all plebes in it. Right. And so part of this is freedom, right? It's it's waking up to our personal freedom and being able to form a... And it's believing that everybody has enough, like there's going to be enough. There's such a the scare of mm-hmm. scarcity, you know, and yeah, there, you know, the fish species that we currently fish, king salmon, for instance, that is a 20th century species, most likely. You know, we're not going to see that again. That doesn't mean that fish are going to collapse. There's not a scarcity as long as we're taking care of it and, and increasing our care of it now. So, you know, 
I'm sorry. What did you mean? It's a 20th century. It means species? it will probably not. It will probably be extinct. You know, it's it's one of those species that was the fisheries collapsing. Um, red or bluefin tuna, the fisheries collapsed, and and so it is not probably going to be around for my grandchildren to have experienced a king salmon. Um, but that just means the ocean will shift to another species will come in place and will will nurture and steward it as much as we can and stay out the heck of it out of its way and uh and then we'll you know harvest that that species sustainably well and also i think it's important to mourn yeah i think you're right yeah absolutely and uh i i studied a little nonviolent communication with marshall rosenberg and he actually talked about mourning in a in a form of of, it's like one of the the needs we have that we're also repressed and we're scared of it right we're scared scared of of funerals and you're scared of yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. because when you said that those king salmon are going to go extinct and there's a part of me that's like (laughs) what do you mean i mean i mean i and then but uh, so much of it is going on right now right in front of our eyes yep yep i know yeah yeah i i I think it, we don't. Uh, yeah, we don't mourn enough. But maybe we need to celebrate more, and then we can mourn more. I don't know. Yeah, I don't or know going, which comes first. But I, I don't know either. And but I, I mean, I do. Uh, um, but but one of the things that uh, that's on your website is eat wild, save wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds counterintuitive a little bit, doesn't it? It does sound counterintuitive. Yeah, yeah. Well, the way I break that down is that every dollar spent on wild caught fish, true wild caught fish, is is just another dollar or penny uh, or fifty cents that goes to the regulations of those fish and protecting those fish, the conservation of those fish, as opposed to putting that money in farm salmon, and that goes there. You know, it's basic economics if you look at it that way so don't eat farm fish and thinking you're going to save wild you won't it doesn't work like that right and actually alaska has some of the best um sustainability guidelines in the world they've, they've got really good regulations in the world so you're listening to food freedom radio we're talking with richie mann with sitka salmon shares um and freedom 50 um so put in the code freedom 50 and you'll get 50 dollars off Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens is the first green cemetery in Minnesota. It's a beautiful, peaceful place where burials are celebrations of life with as little impact on the environment as possible. Tony Weber founded it because he wants to leave a green legacy for his grandchildren, something many of us might feel. Learn more. Visit the website mngreengraves.com. Give them a call. The goal is so meaningful, so positive, it might be right for you. Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens. Being a dog is awesome, except when you really gotta go, but you're stuck inside. That's why I had my human called the Urban Dog. Daily walks, field trips, play groups, one-on-one time, safe off-leash play, and pet sitting. I love being an Urban Dog. The Urban Dog works with your schedule and can create a plan that fits your needs. The Urban Dog. Exercise, explore, socialize. Let the journey begin. Call 651-231-6333. That's 651-231-6333. <laughs> Supporting the best local and independently owned restaurants in the Twin Cities has never been easier. You'll find an expansive list of local dining options at eatlocalminnesota.com. From classic American comfort food to authentic flavors from around the world. Experience cozy fireside dining at the Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul. Specializing in fresh seafood, fire-roasted meats, and pizzas all cooked over an oak-burning fire, and salads and sandwiches, too. Join them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking. Or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. Burger Moe's is the perfect neighborhood gathering spot before and after Excel Center events or anytime. Offering 20 fresh, never frozen burger varieties, more than 60 beers on tap, and happy hours twice daily. Burger Moe's is located at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul with plenty of free parking and online at burgermoes.com. Tom Hartman here for All Energy Solar. One of the myths about solar is that you save more if you wait, but waiting to switch can actually cost you more. While tax rebates make solar affordable, those rebates are often limited and decrease over time. So when you wait, you risk losing some of the incentives that make solar so easy to afford today. And besides, the sooner you get your All Energy Solar system, the sooner you reduce or even eliminate that high electricity bill. Make the switch today at allenergysolar.com. 
Tap, taste, and treasure at Vinaigrette, where we have some warm seasonal recipes all ready to create dynamite meals. Our fig balsamic vinegar pairs perfectly with roasted Brussels sprouts or baked brie. And sweet potatoes are always a winner, but never more than when they're roasted with a drizzle of vinaigrette cinnamon or orange-fused extra virgin olive oil on top. Come in today for more custom-crafted food and cocktail recipes at Vinaigrette, 50th and Xerxes in Minneapolis, and 287 Water Street in downtown Excelsior. Online at vinaigrettemn.com. So welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. Um, in studio with us is Richie Mann from Sitcan, Sitka Salmon Shares. The universe. Hi. 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 The universe. The fish and the, uh-huh. <laughs> and the stars all yep. connected. <laughs> Absolutely. The tides. Everything is controlled. Yeah. Yep. So, so talk some more about the st- sustainability around Sitka Salmon Shares. Yeah. Um, you know, I think one of our, our, our bailiwicks, how we hang our, where we hang our hat, is that we offer um, – not just four species of fish, which, you know, the four common in America, uh, tuna and salmon and, and shrimp and cod, right? That's really typical to see in a dinner plate. We do 21 different varieties of fish, and those are going to change over the next five, ten years, too. We were just kind of talking about king salmon and how that's changing. And, and so because we target 21 different fish, we can move our fishing grounds around according to what the regulations fishing game in Alaska is telling us um, about the health of that fishery. To the day and to the hour, to the minute sometimes our fishermen. Are, are, are engaged in this conversation. Well, and this, this personalizing, because it, you guys are owned by yourselves. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we only have ourselves to hold accountable. Yeah. And I just I wanted to encourage people to call um, Governor Walls and Lieutenant Governor uh, Peggy Flanagan regarding PolyMet. Yes. Um, and there's also an issue, uh, Pebble Mine. You mm-hmm. want to briefly yeah, talk about yeah, that? Yeah, it's really, you know, it's jeopardizing the same the same area, but a different resource in Alaska. So Pebble Mine is up near Bristol Bay, in Bristol Bay. And um, these these gears are, are greased, so to speak. Um, and meaning, if this pebble mine goes through, it's mineral, mineral extraction. And if it goes through, that means the last stronghold of sockeye salmon in the world will be... Dare I say eliminated eventually, but certainly not in a good place. Um, and it's similar to the Twin Metal Mines up in the Boundary Waters. Um, the same, it's a parallel for sure. And the same owners are behind that. I put mm-hmm. this on uh, on a Food Freedom Facebook page. Um, there's uh, this very dramatic video about the mine collapse in Brazil mm-hmm. from the same people mm-hmm. behind their, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're behind Pebble Mine, but they're, they're behind Polymet. It's just so sad. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And, and it's, it's just, it's, it, it is just, it, 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 again, you know about this stuff and it feels so angry. But so we really need to have our listeners call Governor Tim Walls, Penny, mm-hmm. Peggy Flanagan, and, and say no on the polymet. And also, how do we, how do we create our own economy? I know people are really hungry for jobs and we need jobs. It's like local beer can give you lots of jobs, <laughs> local food. And plus, why are we working so much? Yeah, that's a good question. Right. Right. I mean, check the Wikipedia on this. I mean, hunter-gatherers work, you know, 20 hours a week. And if you count on hanging around the fire time, maybe mm-hmm. 40, you mm-hmm. know, but you yep. were talking and interacting. Yeah. So, yeah. And yet right now we have this real-world economic structure. Right. And, you know, it's just how do we how do we do something better? I, I agree. You know, I, our fishermen, maybe not the best example of low working quality, low working hours. You know, they are hard working people. Um, and uh, but, yeah, you know, the more leisure time, you know, I don't know. Do they get the season off, though? Do they get a couple months yes, off? Yeah, absolutely. So we our shares uh, start in April and end in December and our fishing um, kind of abides by those same those same timelines for the most part. Great. So tell people again how they sign up and what they get and how it works. Yep. So you can sign up at SickaSalmonShares.com. There's four different shares available. Right now we're in the middle of our salmon season. So um, you can start getting your shares as early as August now and it goes through December. Uh, go online, research it, see what makes sense for your lifestyle. That's what I always tell people. If you're eating fish once or twice a week and you're already going to a market and paying anywhere from $16 to $22 a pound for wild-caught fish, you are in that – you are our people. Those – our prices range to start at 18 to 19 dollars a pound is where our beginning entry level starts. The difference is you know you at the store you don't know where it's coming from usually almost always how long it's been sitting there a while four to five to six days sometimes and you don't know how it was sourced so you can rest assured that everything that you get is controlled by us and we have the highest of standards so 
go online, see what makes sense for your lifestyle. Use the code FREEDOM50. It's a little gift for $50 off your first month's share. Um, and then you can reach out to our support team with extra questions and stuff. But, yeah, customize your customize your box to a certain extent. You can get different varieties of fish, and it's all right there. And, of course, uh, recommendations from U.S. Food and Drug Administration, USDA, American Heart Association, is to eat a variety of seafood each yeah. every week, yeah. like twice a week. Yeah. is what. And, and then there's this issue of omegas. And how that works with the fish. Yeah, yeah, and you know the mercury content is something you always want to look for. Our fish are very low, if any. Um, you know we do test constantly Fukushima tests. We don't have any radiation detected in our fish. Um, but yeah, those are the other concerns you want to look at when you're buying fish. Um, stay away from swordfish, and you know this bioaccumulation of of toxins happen in higher level predators, right? So we try to avoid that, and our, our fish um, does not fall in that category. Um, yeah, those omega-3s are so important. Yeah, brain well, development. Brain development. We've got three minutes left in the show. Um, again, it went <laughs> so fast. But you're talking about small boats, line fishing, so there's not bycatch. Um, and but let's talk now a little bit about recipes. How how do you yeah, cook fish? It's so easy, everybody. Yeah, we're looking at some fish right now that took me literally ten minutes to make. That's awesome. Um, and we on our website we made it really easy. We have high quality recipes that you can plug in for any species that you get in your box. And these are not just you know when you go on the internet and you type in allrecipes.com and you get a recipe and, you, and somebody that doesn't have any maybe idea of cooking and you try and you're like this is terrible. Our recipes are been tested and tried and true. We have like incredible chefs that developed them with us. We have customers and members that have tested and submitted. So these are really fun recipes. They're easy to do, um, and it spans across all species. Like lingcod, if you get lingcod, you're like, what do I do with lingcod? You can bake it. You can grill it. You can you can make soup in it. You can do everything. So yeah. Yes. What's your favorite? Well, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Your favorite yeah. lazy good food. Lazy, so like, yeah. I like lazy good oh, food lazy because good food. Well, I was just talking about kohlrabi with our uh, in the uh, last interview a while back, and um, kohlrabi is I'm hooked on it right now. It's like just chop it up and dip it in hummus. That with a little bit of coho salmon on the side. Ooh. Or just sushi. Right. Yeah. I, when I get my shares, I just make sushi. You, you make sushi. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have never made sushi. How do you make the sushi? You just we'll slice teach you it sometime. Yeah. Okay. It's easy. It's, it's all in the rice. You got to make a good. Sticky rice, and then it, the rest of it is is just. A, you got to have it all cut the same size. If you want to, it tastes the same in your mouth, though. If it, uh, I, think it I have a friend that's Chinese, and she oh, will say, she "No, will, it has to be will. cut yeah, the same way." Right. You're right. No, that's yep. a- <laughs> I'm not that. <laughs> neither am I. Focused. Neither am I. All right. So, a last minute and a half here. Gosh, you guys, if you can support anything, support your local farmer, support your local fishermen. Yeah, we're from Alaska, but we are local in every sense of the word. Local is just a funny word. It's not really, it doesn't have to be within 10 miles of you. It's about what is behind the local. And just know where your food is coming from. It's so important. I'm, I'm so happy that you do this show. It is so honored, so honored to be on it with you um, because this is what you do. This is You inform people about this. It's, sign up for a share or just go buy some wild fish somewhere that you know is lying caught. Support a local fisherman. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and thank you because you're also supporting AM 950 yes. and keeping us on the air. Yes. And so it is a community and it's, it's re- reciprocal relationships. So, everybody has yes, enough. Everybody has enough. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> Could be you imagine? T-shirt. You know, Actually, it's, I think it was written somewhere, too. It's like this really abundant world where everybody has enough. Yes, yes. Yes, I'm going to have to get that quote uh, <laughs> somewhere. Because, I mean, we, we really could live in that. And, and, and how we can make these choices, mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of it has to do with becoming powerful. Yeah. Fueling your body with good stuff so you can become powerful. Yeah, becoming yeah. powerful. Yeah. And, uh, and that connection between freedom and power. Thanks, Laura. Thank you. Loved having you, Richie Mann, Sitka Salmon Chair. And remember, Freedom 50, you get 50 bucks off for the next week if you put in Freedom 50. So check out SitkaSalmonShares.com.